0: Seattle I'm Ryan and I'm the craniac today it's just me uh Laurel we had some you know this week not to not to brag was my uh birthday week had a lot of plans that kind of got in the way of our um recording and then Laurel I believe she's out of town I don't remember she tells me things look I only have barely enough brain space to remember what I'm doing and what my wife is sometimes doing and then you add a third person and it's the first to go Uh, Should any important information need to go in there? You know, important information like wrestling trivia or what the next Marvel movie to come out is. Things like that. Things you expect me to know. So today we're doing something a little different by we. I mean, you and me. I'm the only host here today. Um, We're going to do a watch along. Uh, I'm going to watch the next Frasier episode. Now, I've been listening to a few podcasts that do... Kind of their own commentary or watch alongs. Um, and I've noticed that they, you know, one thing they do that I think works better is they've watched the movie or the episode recently so that, you know, you don't have that dead air of them kind of watching but also trying to talk during it. Um, so I'm, I already watched this one. And I got to say, um, just to let you guys know, uh, we are, what episode is this? Episode five of season 10 Tales from the Crypt. I was excited to learn this is a Halloween episode. Very exciting. Uh, Came out on October 29th, 2002. Two battles of pranks are touched off at Halloween. One between Fraser and Bulldog and another between Gertrude and a neighbor's son. Uh, Surprised to find that Bulldog is kind of still on the show. We'll go into that as we go in. So um, before we get into all that, there's something I want to talk about. I I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I watched... uh, Werewolf by Night, Marvel's Werewolf by Night, which is their kind of short uh, one episode um, Halloween thing that they did based on their, I think, the 70s Werewolf by Night. I think he fought Moon Knight, or maybe that's where Moon Knight made his – anyway, uh, d- d- Laurel's turned off the podcast by now. But I've pointed out that um, BB from Frasier is on that show, Harriet Samson Sam, – Sansum Harris. And like she keeps popping up, and I'm hearing about her. You know, a lot of people going, "Oh my god, that's BB from uh, Frazier." When they watch uh, Werewolf by Night, but then I'm listening to a podcast, and they're talking about Werewolf by Night, and they go, "Oh, the woman from Licorice Pizza." And I'm like, "What else is this, has she done?" And I know we've talked about her having like a more prolific career than just as BB, but I started looking into her, and I just wanted to like, I don't know, take a moment, and kind of celebrate. Just I'm shocked at the movies I've seen that she's in course she's in Adam family values is kind of her first film but I saw that she was in Romeo and Juliet just minutes ago I, I was looking back over this and saw that she's Mrs. Jenkins and Memento which is a big part of that story you know if you haven't watched it which is you know a, a really really good movie to check out um the one which I believe was a Jet Li kind of sci-fi yeah she's in the one with Jet Li someone you definitely think she'd be sharing the screen with um and, you know, has recently kind of jumped into the uh, Paul Thomas Anderson train. She's a, in Phantom Thread and Licorice Pizza. And like I said, they said they said she stole the show with her one scene. Um, done a bunch of, of TV stuff beyond Frasier. Uh, let's see what else she's had a lot of episodes on. It's all relative. I don't know what that is. Uh, she was on 28 episodes of Desperate Housewives. Sure. I believe you. Um she was an episode of Supergirl. Like, it's just, I, I, I'm, I'm impressed. I I and I just want to say that. She's also a Tony Award-winning actress, which feels like something Laura would have brought up before. I don't know if she did again. Uh, needed to make room for like the, you know, last ten Intercontinental Champions or whatever. Um for thoroughly modern Millie. Um best featured actress in a musical. Wow, that's crazy. Like, I, I just. It's, it's just interesting to see this woman who is like, you know, it's, it's, to me she was a character first and then to find that the actress beyond that. Oh, she was born in Fort Worth, Texas, Texas a native Texan. Look at that. Crazy. Um, and that she's still getting these great uh, roles at 67, like big roles and, and, and big stuff. She was great in Werewolf by Night and like perfect for that movie because it's such a, you know, over the top role and kind of, you know uh, uh, over-the-top-in-a-good-way show that needs those type of performances. But anyway, I want to take a sec, you know, before we got started and kind of highlight her and just some stuff I've been seeing there for a while. Um, I have gotten recently Peacock Premium, so I was excited to watch Fraser with no uh, commercials until I learned that, in fact, Peacock Premium just has less commercials. I hate streaming services. They're getting worse. Netflix is having a pay version. I, it, I folks, I think we're just moving slowly back to the cable method. The, the you know, what we had before this, where we're watching commercials. We have, you know, I like the option that there's ways to pay extra to not have commercials. But come on, this is just this is ridiculous. Capitalism is worse. But anyway. So that's where I'm watching it. So what I will do is when there's a few commercials in there. One thing they do on on Peacock Premium that's kind of cool is we've been watching a lot of horror movies on it and they'll be like, hey, here are three minutes of commercials. And after that, the movie will play uninterrupted. And I appreciate that. Uh, But Frasier has some in the middle. So what I will do is I will say pause and you can pause it with there and I'll, I don't know, just kind of probably bs whatever i was talking about through to the next commercial and then say unpause and you can start again but here's what we'll do i'll say one two three play we all hit play together on season 10 episode 5 tales from the crypt one two three play and we're going uh i can hear it a little bit by headphones but anyway uh i I got really excited where I got excited watching that was when the pumpkin kind of came up over the Seattle skyline i I think they've done that before. I can't remember if they've done it before it's 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 cute. I like it um which was surprised to see Bulldog back. I, I keep forgetting he's in here and they even you know continue the story that he's like down in the archives. but like this was a character that I thought was gonna be in the show the whole time because you know when we were looking at a lot of this. Uh, all the promo material. It was like he was like kind of paired up with Roz. It was like Fraser and his dad, and then uh, Daphne and Niles, and then Bulldog and and Roz. And it's like he was part of the main cast. I don't know that he was ever part of the main cast. I think he was always just recurring or special guest or something. So Bulldog has pulled a prank uh, on Fraser. It's actually a pretty good prank. Um, he found a car that in an impound lot. Uh, that was wrecked. That looked exactly like Frazier's car and he had them swapped uh, in their parking spots. Long running joke. Oh, he's also realized how short Bulldog is there. Long running joke within the, the uh episode that Bulldog wants a high five. I like this character. I, I like him more now than I did now that he, you know, a, a little Bulldog goes a long way. So having him jump in every few episodes is pretty funny. I am pro opera and I vote Uh, everybody get out there. We got a big midterm coming up. I think when this comes out, I don't know if early voting is still happening. I early voted. It was pretty easy where I was. I stood in line behind someone who had a t-shirt that said, patriotism is not something to be ashamed of. And my thought was nobody said it was pal. (sighs) There's a whole, uh, not to get too political, but I feel like there's a whole thing going on now where people are like reactive to an insult that hasn't been thrown at their feet like i don't know uh anyway i'll get off this uh fraser good fraser face there who is this character oh that's gill there's a picture of gill over bulldog's shoulder there gill i recently saw on an episode of what is that uh, grace and frankie where Martin Sheen was lamenting he had made a bunch of gay friends and they wanted to go to a, a gay bar and he was lamenting that he didn't want to go to the big club scene and they, he went to a like older person leather bar which was really funny because it was all these people in leather outfits just sitting there having a nice drink <laughs> it was really funny but Gil was one of them as you can probably imagine that was I probably you probably figured out that was the character he was playing even before I mentioned it um Niles and Daphne being cute Niles getting real close to a he's going for her butt there my goodness I don't think I noticed it the first time. I'm going to make a a claim here. This is my favorite Gertrude episode. I like her in this. Um, The whole bit is, you know, she ends up in a prank war with one of these kids when they don't have candy for him. I like the bit that he's like, we can give you, what is it, hotel soaps or soy sauce packets. It's like whatever's in the house. Now here's Beans again from Even Stevens. I don't, I, I think we talked about this last time. I didn't watch Even Stevens, but for some reason I remember Beans. And if I'm correct, he was in Fraser's apartment last time. With the, and that was a Halloween episode too, so I guess we have done Halloween episodes before. Um so was the idea is he had a friend there? I don't know, or are they just were like, we need another kid who can looks funny and deliver these lines. He's a weird looking kid. It looks like someone took his whole f- it looks like someone pinched his face in the front. Like, do you remember when in Beetlejuice, when Alec Baldwin does that and kind of pinches his face in the front? Beans looked like the more realistic version of it. Also, egging a a door in a condo is pretty brave. Now, I remember we had our house egged once, and it was weird because we were coming home from church, and it was in the middle of the day, and I walked out, and I saw, like, all of a sudden, there's a thump, thump, thump on the windows. We have windows when I was growing up in the front of the house. And I looked at, I see these kids, like, on the sidewalk, and I, like, shrugged my shoulders at them. And my dad starts driving around from, you know, sees them go into a house, tells them and the dad, it was a real weird situation where dad's like, well, you can't prove my kids egged your house. The whole time he brought them back to our house to clean up the eggs. So whatever. That was a situation where the guy was like, I know, I just didn't want to admit anything. I don't know. Maybe it was a legal reason. This entire thing with Frazier where it looks like he's, (laughs) he's drawn like that, that balloon looked like it was filled in with crayon. I don't know. This is really funny. This picture of bulldog here is is great. No, it's still the red balloon, but this is <laughs> this picture of crying bulldog. It's really funny because it is very much a Fraser thing to be overthinking this prank. And it, it, he, I, I was watching this whole thing, thing going. Fraser's a really is like a Z list Batman villain. He's like, first I will do this, and then. Kelsey Grammer, if they had ever done like a redo of the 60s Batman in the 90s where famous 90s actors played villains he should have been one of them in the in that like I I wish they did that today I wish we had like 2022's version of 1966 Batman where he just didn't take it so damn seriously all the time um let me see let me see what do you got I was like I said I was excited to learn this is a Halloween episode we have a lot of fun in Halloween here at the and, uh, you know, with me and my wife, we have been watching a lot of horror movies, have really kind of been getting into horror. She's been interested in it since the new Halloween came out. We watched a lot. We watched a lot on uh, Peacock Premium. We watched so- Psycho the other night, which, you know, is a hard movie to watch because it's so based around a twist that everyone has known about for 60 years, but it's like a really well put together movie. And when you think about when it came out in 1960, it's crazy. Uh, speaking of Tales from the Crypt, we watched Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, which I love, is, is a real cheese ball movie, but is an unhinged, uh, Billy Zane performance that is worth checking out. I, uh, let me see, I'll bring up my letterbox and say what else we watch as we go. This is the most I've enjoyed, like I said, I've enjoyed... Uh, Gertrude, because she's so cartoonish in this, and I guess she's also not directed. Like it's annoying to d- Niles and Daphne. I almost said Dials and Daphne, um, but at the same time, it's fun, you know. Like I, I don't know. It's 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 mostly not directed in, in, towards them. Uh, Carrie, I think I talked about it here was good. We watched the new Halloween ends, which I really liked, and I completely understand people not liking. But I don't know. I we went and saw it in a the theater, and I really dug it. Um, let's see. The big thing we watched was midnight mass, which is a Netflix show, which is really good. Go get our beans. Um, yeah, a lot of fun stuff, you know, a couple documentaries. There was one called the American scream, which is about people who make haunted houses, uh, at home. This prank seems like a problem. She's stolen his pedals and everything. That's not a prank. That's vandalism. And also like, I'm, I will say when this happened, I really love it when the uh the the thing blinks the storage room of terror. <laughs> the living dead help help <laughs> Oh, it's so it's such a good uh performance. There's a chance that they're skipping through all the things because I've already watched this today, so I don't need to watch the advertisements again. Oh boy. Um The American Scream was cool. Horror Noir is one. I think you can only watch it on Shudder which I feel like if you're not super into horror, which I think this is a good documentary for people who aren't super into horror, um, who have like a passing interest, because it talks a lot about uh, African-American experience in horror, and I think it's very interesting. Uh, Got us to watch Candyman, the old Candyman, the new Candyman, and rewatch Get Out, which... There's a little little frog in my throat there. Sorry, guys. Uh, Boy, if you haven't seen the new Get Out, it's worth watching twice. I think we liked it a lot better the second time because, you know, we were able to kind of sit back and understand what was going on and kind of get ourselves in the shoes of of the main character who, you know, isn't made to represent me and my wife. Uh, unfortunately, I think we're the bad guys in that movie. And I think it's easier to rewatch it knowing that stuff and kind of get more of the themes that I think, uh, I almost said Jordan, it is Jordan Peele. almost said leslie jordan r.i.p leslie jordan uh but jordan peele wanted in that movie this is so good i love this like weird like what's your um what's the word i'm looking for what is your motivation as a zombie and it's like zombies are not scary zombies want brains and that is what is scary (laughs) it's very funny we get of like a top 10 Fraser line and delivery in this. I don't think this is the best episode, but man, coming up here is great where he kicks them out. I'll I'll point it out when we get to it. Martin screams here in a second and man, it's funny. <laughs> Lots of people bring rakes. Um This is, uh, we've settled in nicely to these characters, specifically Frasier, I think, where they've stopped trying to make him a likable lead to the show because they've got Niles, they've got other characters that I feel like are the likable leads almost, and he just gets to be a curmudgeon, gets to be, you know, do whatever he wants, and still be likable. I think Frazier ends up very likable in this one, you kind of go for that the zombie behind him looks like he cracked an egg in his head in his hair the zombie prom princess I like her outfit too it's funny the whole thing is funny because I think they all look like 1950s version of zombies (laughs) it's a good explosion from Martin here it is here's an amazing Fraser moment I, like, I feel like that's the one, that's the uh, one of the moments I'm going to remember the most from Frasier is, you, sir, are released. It's so good. Um, We've talked about the Frasier, the upcoming Frasier thing so much. I just keep hearing, like, no one else is committed to a full season. It's just Frasier, and I don't know that it feels like the opposite of what I just said. Like they don't understand that it's not just Frazier that makes this show. Yeah. I think we're missing the commercials guys. This is great. Um, this whole bit is good. The, uh, Gertrude sending the, she's <laughs> sending the, 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 the wedding doll. Did anybody out there have a doll that like wets? Did anybody, anybody out there have there? I don't want to assume a gender that would have one. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I didn't, uh, I think there was a fascination I had when I saw the commercial also because the one I remember was like legitimately had like, they, they wet their pants and then like they showed them taking their pants off and the dolls had like, you know, simple versions of genitals. And I was like, what is going on here? You know, I don't know. I had a bunch of weird toys, but nothing that weird. So if anybody had one, like, I'm just curious, like, I'm just curious, like, I don't want to sound judgy because I do want to hear about it, but I'm just curious about it. Maybe you had a, you can you can say you had a cousin who had it if you don't want to if you don't want to uh, admit to it. Here we go, Tales from the Crypt. Did anybody else watch Tales from the Crypt? Like I said, I really enjoyed that movie, but to me the most, um, cheesy part was the part that was the most Tales from the Crypty was the Crypt Creeper making the jokes, which I find very funny. Uh, If you want to uh, hear more Dumb Tales from the Crypty Jokes, listen to some of the Taron Ryan's Princess Diaries episodes um, that have the, how during Halloween, I think this year we did Hocus Pocus 2 and The Witches. Yeah, this felt really false to me when they did it. And I realize now that it's because they're in on what they think is a prank. Um, Kenny in these scenes is <laughs> really good too. Kenny is, is slow, is like, just like, you know, not someone you would ever like put on a list of. Like, man, we got to bring back Kenny for like a a Fraser thing. But man, in these last few seasons, he is really stepping up to the plate and and pulling his weight as a good actor and a good character in this. This is insane. The length that Fraser goes to, he has not just a camera, but like multiple monitors that are like you know how long it would take to like that's a long cord to go up floors from the archives, which are downstairs. Presumably to wherever this is, like that's got to be wired into the building. I don't know. this is insane. um I do like the bit where he said well earlier when uh Martin's like, you're good at reading and t- telling people what you've read and then in this he says something, Martin goes, what's that and he goes, it's something I read. I pulled this prank on someone in like a camp at a college. it was we got in big trouble. Um, for this sort of stuff. I do love this scene where they're like, We're sorry our children have been pranking each other and they're like, Meet our daughter and it's Gertrude. <laughs> See, I don't know why. I like I like Gertrude in this. Um I'm sure she'll go back to being annoying. Like I said, it's fun to have her around but not focused on pranking the characters I love, right? Not making their life miserable. Also, she's actively trying to make someone's life miserable. She's not just a miserable human being. Also, this episode seems to imply she smokes all the time. She says, like, I did two drags on a cigarette and finished it. And now they're like, what if we take away your ability to smoke your pipes in your room? So she smokes cigarettes and pipes. My God. Uh, we watched, like I said, we watched The Witches for Taron Ryan's. I like that the grandma on that smoked cigars. That was something from the book. Uh, the Roald Doll book I really enjoyed. I hope you guys are enjoying this. I feel like I might be going a mile a minute with these talking all the time. It's a little weird trying to fill the silence that, you know, I get to take a break sometimes and Laurel gets to talk and Laurel gets to take a break and I get to talk. Um, it works out well. And now I'm just like <laughs> trying to fill the silence. Hopefully you watch this before listening. <laughs> That's a good point from Niles. Hopefully you watch this before listening. Cause I feel like, I don't know anybody who listens to a commentary before they watch something, right? Like even ones on the DVDs. I feel like you listen to DVD commentaries and they're like, well, I don't want to spoil anything, but this happens. It's like everyone has to have watched the show before they did commentary. No one does it the other way. And it's fun to see them come together at the end. I don't think anything will come from that. but Now, this whole thing didn't get me quite like I think it was supposed to, but I, I love Kenny in this. I think they're all – I think they're all – you know, this is a lot of fun. I do like the bit of Bulldog and Frasier joining forces, which is something I don't think we've really seen before. You know, Roz brought up earlier that poor Bulldog is stuck in here. I, I think, you know, Martin makes the point, like, if, if he saw zombies, he knew it wasn't real. I would be out of here so fast before I stopped to think about zombies. Tara and I, another thing we're watching for Halloween is a show on Netflix called 28 Days Haunted, and it's about these people trying to prove, you know, it's it's a ghost hunting show, so there's a big element of, like, oh, this is probably BS, Um, but those are fun, entertaining shows to watch. so he had a gun (laughs) I missed it the first time I thought he left the room and came back oh that's amazing it's so good (laughs) poor Kenny (laughs) Um, the show is based off of like the people—I forgot the name of the couple who are the paranormal investigators that are from like *The Conjuring* and stuff. But they had a theory that you need to spend at least twenty-eight days to like really like figure out a haunting situation. So they put these these mediums and they build, they build these teams and put them in haunted places for twenty-eight days, and it's it's interesting. But like anytime any little thing happens, Tara and I are like we would there'd be like a you know Tara and Ryan shaped hole in the wall. because we'd be running out like oh look that's where the smoke would have been from where we used to be um the other reason this works is because fraser is so melodramatic in general on this show so when he's being melodramatic it's fine this is a really good prank like them him drawing in uh roz and martin getting Noel in on it I love Bulldog. I need to see him on more stuff. He's he's getting, I mean, the, the whole show is rubbing off on me. Like, I feel like, you know, when we came into this, there was a bit of like, we need to, to, um, oh, so good. <laughs> So then, the idea is there was a meat hook in the closet that someone hung <laughs> Nolan, and I guess Bulldog knew about it. It's so good. Um, I was saying, like, I feel like this show, like, when I came in on this thing, is like, oh, let's really critique it. And I think if we, you know, we talk about doing another season of a, the Golden Girls, I think it's just, you know, enjoy it, and kind of talk a little bit more about what's fun about it. But all these characters are like rubbing off on me. Yeah, Bulldog has been problematic in the past, but. Like, now he's just, like, I like him being a joker more than, like, a misogynist, and maybe that's the idea of this thing advancing. This is funny. <laughs> Kenny going to throw up. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Is is Halloween really for pranks? Like, I know egging, oh, there's the trick-or-treat aspect of if you don't get the treat, you get the trick. I just, like, I don't remember. We didn't pull pranks on Halloween. I was a good young boy. We pulled pranks the rest of the year like normal people Um, or April 1st or something like that. Although now I feel like my wife and I have, I, we're going as Michael Myers and, uh, Lori Strode for Halloween. And last night I came down the stairs in my Michael Myers outfit. And first, the dog looked at me like, "Who? What is going on?" I was like, "Lady, it's me." And then Tara came and she's like, "I don't like this." I'm so, like, "No, it's me." And I'm like dancing and trying to do so. She's like, "It's almost worse that you're being silly. Like it's, it's somehow very disturbing because yeah, it's just you know it's a mask and it's a jumpsuit and it's really unfortunate." Now, when Bulldog puts on his jacket here, I saw he had something on the back, but I thought it was just like, "Oh, that's weird." Bulldog has a jean jacket with a patch. But I do like that. Fraser gets a little bit of the last laugh. I thought someone was going to jump out of some of those boxes or something, like really give a thing. But I do like the I'm pro opera and I vote. That's funny. Oh, and he gets a little laugh to himself. That's also a very. I like I like casual Fraser there. The green sweater and the the, the jeans. Casual Fraser is something we should talk about more. Um, I feel like it doesn't happen very often. I thought this guy was Todd. I thought Todd was like a janitor in his spare time on it. Dan Butler as Bulldog. I forget his name a lot, but Dan Butler is someone I kind of want to jump in. I want to, you know, dive into. This is a common, like, I feel like horror trope where the guy can't hear. So is this guy dead? Is that what happened? (laughs) Or did he just faint? Oh, good night, Seattle, from Fraser Crane. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. I think it benefited from me not trying to watch it but it also made me come off as a bit of a chatterbox i hope that's okay i hope you have a wonderful halloween you get more way more treats than tricks uh if you've got a halloween costume even if it's not fraser related send it to us get it to us somehow put it up on the facebook page let me go through all the stuff we have we are at uh craniacs at gmail.com that's c-r-a-n-e-i-a-c-s at craniacs on twitter craniacs a facebook nope craniacs a fraser podcast on facebook uh if you're listening to us that means you know where to find us if you want to tell your friends where to find us we're everywhere we're on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher overcast wherever you get your podcast you could probably find us uh Wherever you get us, please give us a five-star rating. It is, it's is—it's the Halloween season. It's the season of giving. That's our your treat to us. Our treat to you are these wonderful episodes. Your treat to us is a five-star review. If you're thinking about giving us a four-star or lower review, oh, gosh, I haven't really thought about what I was going to suggest for you to do instead. I mean, watch a scary movie. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff on Peacock Premium if you're watching Fraser on uh, Hulu, there's stuff there, uh, you know, watch an old scary movie, like one of the classics, like a, you know, we've been doing some of this, this, the slashers and stuff, but like I said, Psycho's really good. We watched, um, we kind of, I've got the universal monster movie, uh, collection and we've watched all the way up to Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein's the one we watched this year. Bride of Frankenstein, guys, is just a, like, what's the word, uh, not cult. It is culty, but it's, uh, corny culty it's very schlocky i I forgot the word i'm trying to look for but it is it is camp campy that's what i'm looking for it's extremely campy um it's like like every single one we've watched up until then which were like dracula mummy invisible man of frankenstein all very like classic like oh there's really good you know there's there's something interesting you know the black and white looks great if you can get on like blu-ray or 4k um bride of frankenstein i think most of these are on peacock premium too bride of frankenstein is the first one that like i loved it but it is a it is you know goofballs mcgillicuddy it is it is hilarious the bride's not in it for very long uh i'm weirdly attracted to the bride i don't know i don't know what to do with that information um i other than offload it on you so that now you don't know what to do with that information but anyway um check out an old monster movie Have have some fun have some chills you know i'm thinking about this now and i'm realizing that i think this comes out on november 1st but you know what Extend spooky season a little bit you know i've seen christmas stuff showing up in october why not let halloween bleed a little bit into christmas and thanksgiving i don't need christmas just yet but hope you had a wonderful halloween like i said send us pictures boy if any of you dressed up as fraser characters that would make that would be wonderful we'd especially love to see that But until next time, uh, I'm Ryan and Laurel's Laurel, and we're listening. Bye, y'all.